It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdley. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snerdley. Remember, Cats and Night up next on WABC Talk Radio 77. Rolling Stones Day here on Taco Tuesday. Miss you, and I do. I was waiting for that. The Rolling Stones with the funk. Bring it. Yes, Mick's birthday today. We're still trying to figure out whether he's 115 or 110. Curtis Lewa. My man, Curtis, what's going on, bro? Wow, that cadaver and formaldehyde. <laughs> oh, stop it. Mick Jagger. <laughs> What I mean, is wrong? He's like prune face in Dick Tracy. My God. Is he still alive? <laughs> oh, man, the disrespect. Come on, bro. The Rolling Stones are icon, man. How can you even yeah, talk no, about Nick like that? You're right, because in a little while, we're going to talk about brown sugar. Hey. Brown sugar on the subway. Let me tell you something. The MTA money-taking agency, now we know why they take your money. Party hardy. Raise the roof. All right, Curtis, before we talk about what happened on the subway, which is unfreaking believable, there was a beatdown, and this was also the subways. I, thank you, Mayor Adams. Okay, a 16-year-old beat down a New York City police officer, which in and of itself is like, how does this happen? How does a 16-year-old beat down a New York City police officer on a subway platform in East Harlem, he's arrested after he beat the law enforcement officer down. And then they let him go. Yep. Explain this to me, Curtis. Well, he's actually benefited three times. He's been let go three times in the last year. Let me let me first take you back to the most serious charge a loaded 9 millimeter in East New York, he gets caught. Cops, 75th Precinct, bust him. He's cut loose. Then he comes to Midtown Manhattan, Midtown South, uh, arrest him for an armed robbery. This is Alvin Bragland, Manhattan, you know, friend of the criminals. Turn him loose, uh, Alvin. He turns him loose on his own recognizance. No bail, uh, no uh, secured release, nothing, not even the uh, uh, ankle bracelet. So now he's with his girlfriend, as you mentioned, East Harlem, 125th Street, the 456 train, very active train station. Two African-American cops, male, female, stopped them because naturally they jumped the turnstile. They didn't pay their fare. And the cops are doing their job. They have to stop fare evasion. So instead of providing them ID, uh, this young guy, this young thug and the thugette start, I mean, wailing away on both cops. And the video is there for everybody to see. It's gone viral. They're trading blows. Eventually, another cop jumps in. They arrest both the thug and thugette. They go before a judge uh, over the weekend, and uh, Alvin Bragg's ADA asks for no, 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 almost minimal charges. They cut him loose, 
And then when they asked the Manhattan ADA, why'd you cut this guy loose? Uh, he's been arrested three times. They said, well, it's in family court. He's a juvenile. It's sealed. It's none of your BIB business. And I'm telling you, you grew up in Southeast Queens. I grew up in Brownsville, East New York, Canarsie, started the Guardian Angels in the South Bronx. This guy is a hero in the hood now. He's walking around like he owns the city, owns Eric Adams, a swagger man with no plan. And he does because he can get away with anything. Remember, they called him the Teflon Don, uh, John Gotti Sr. Well, this is the Teflon thug. It doesn't matter what he does. He never ends up in jail. This is just unconscionable. But here's the other question. Why does it take three cops to take care of a 16-year-old thug and his thugette girlfriend? Very simple. Uh, they don't have nightsticks any longer. You remember James Golden in your wilder days when you... Uh, I you... never got beat with a nightstick, Curtis. No. But yes, they used to carry the nightsticks. And if you if you dared try to hit... I mean, come on. They whip, they kick your... Well, you would you... get you would get a wooden shampoo. That's number one. Okay, I like and, that. And a wooden then shampoo. if you tried to get away, the cops knew, hit him in the kneecap. Because let's right. say... James, you had on, uh, at that time, you had your Converse on, your Pro Keds, or maybe your Skippies. You know, you were low budget. I didn't wear Skippies. Well, you know, you didn't maybe have them. boats. Most. I wore boats, <laughs> okay. but not Skippies. And so you try to do the bird. They hit you in the kneecap, and the cop knew, I don't got to run after him. In two blocks, he's going to stop. He's going to be limping. <laughs> he's going to be mine. This is old school police work. They took the nightsticks away from the cops. They have a taser, which almost never works. And they have a gun. Why don't they have a nightstick? The nightstick that stick prevented them from ever having to use. They didn't have it at that time, a taser or a gun. It was very effective because when they pulled out the nightstick, you knew the cop meant business. And back then, they would patrol by themselves. They would right. patrol by themselves. The nightstick was the rule. You knew they'd pull out the nightstick. Not only would you get a, a wooden shampoo, but, oh, man, say your prayers, because when you got to that precinct, everybody else wanted a, a piece of you if you raised your hands to a fellow police officer. Now, let's talk about the subway and this incident on the subway. Curtis, in my entire life, I have would never dream that this would happen on a New York City subway. James, you got to understand. The MTA, the money-taking agency, which is about to declare bankruptcy, even though Papa Joe uh, Chulo uh, gave them $15 billion in stimulus money to subsidize them through the pandemic, they don't have enough riders to pay the fare. So this is the perfect thing. Just raise the roof, have parties on the subway lines. I mean, slip and slide, dancing and grinding, daggering, simulated sex, drinking Hennessy and Jameson, booty call, booty call. That car was packed, that J-Train. No cops. And I'm looking for the picture of our mayor, Eric Adams, there, because you know he loves parties. He loves the nightlife. Oh, I know. And, I mean, they're getting it on. Imagine if you paid your fare, it's 275 that's that. I mean, let's face it. You can't even get into a club, some clubs, for like a hundred dollars. So for two seventy-five, a metro ride on the J train, you could raise the roof, party hardy. I'm surprised they didn't have Fifty Cent singing there in the club. <laughs> okay, folks, if you haven't seen these pictures, first of all, they're not appropriate for young people. What you see is naked brown butts staring at you with the thong strap in between, while these Women, 
what woman in her right mind would strip down naked on a subway train, grind and twerk, twerk up her butt for everybody to see? But this is what's happening on the train, on the subway, while others are drinking, as Curtis said, drinking hard alcohol, hard booze, partying like it's, like it's. 1999. Like it's. It should have the Prince song in there. I mean, this is New York City subways. No, no, no cops. Uh, Eric Adams, he, he is such a miserable failure. If, if this video alone tells you what a failure. He said he flooded the subway system with police. Uh, crime is up. 53% in the subways. People are not working in Manhattan because of the fear of crime, not COVID. But I'm telling you, they used to have bar cars on the suburban lines, the Long Island Railroad, Metro oh, I North. Those. Yeah. Yeah, they discontinued them. Bring back the bar cars. Yeah, I'll pay extra <laughs> premium fee to ride the subway. Just let me in that bar car. And get a lap dance for free with a nice twerky butt while, oh, you, while you ride. Wait, wait, you didn't watch the full video. You get, you get a Brumski, you get a lap dance, and you get to dagger. You know what daggering is? Oh, Curtis, man. Curtis. Woo! What, yeah. What, what, Curtis, Auga! Auga! What, what is daggering? Uh, that is simulated sex. As she is uh, dancing and grinding and doing a booty call, you get to move right behind her and awooga, awooga. Come on, James, don't ever lie. You know you daggered in your lifetime. How dare you? Man, I used to hang in the clubs in Southeast Queens on Jamaica Avenue. I know, James. We did not do that, Curtis. Not in public, anyway. Yeah, I know. Look, uh, yeah, look, in our wild days, come on. But it was behind closed doors in the club. It wasn't on the subways. <laughs> this is New York, folks. I'm surprised. Eric, I bet you Eric Adams was in that party, yeah. <laughs> Curtis Lee, thank you so much for joining us on Boss Dirty's Rush Hour. Folks, this is a taste of the new... New York culture under Mayor Adams and his safety subway program. Oh, my. What's next? <laughs>